Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. Well, we're in it. 2020, we're a solid week in. And I want to know, how are you feeling? How was the transition to kind of back to normalcy and regular routine and schedule Ben, and were you setting any intentions? A couple of you responded back from last week's episode when we were talking about intentions and breaking into 2020 and what your goals and plans were, and you had some really, really cool things that you were wanting to shift and change and grow and work towards in 2020, and I love that. I love celebrating all of that and watching that go along, and I want to bring a thought to your head today. And that is actually, I need you to do something for me that we usually don't talk about. I need you to play small. Yes, I know, kind of weird, kind of a crazy concept since usually it's dream big and push to the biggest extent and live bigger and where can we go and how can we be more. But when it comes to goals, when it comes to progress, I need you to scale back for me. And the first time that somebody talked to me about this, I thought, well, that doesn't seem really practical. I don't think she knows what she's talking about. Turns out she really did know what she was talking about. So let's let's take this back. Let's explain, like, what the heck are you even talking about, Megan? All right, I get ahead of myself because I get really excited sometimes. Thinking about what you have maybe done in the past where you said, I'm going to, and we talk a lot of my one-on-one clients with this, I'm going to change my body. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to gain more muscle. I'm going to tone up. I'm going to lean up. My eating habits aren't what they should be. I'm quote unquote eating bad all the time. I'm not getting enough water. I'm not getting enough sleep. My stress is outrageous. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to have a morning routine. I should have a nighttime routine too. Okay. And then, oh yeah, I forgot. When I'm changing all this about my life, I have to manage my house. I have to manage my kids. I have a job. Okay, so I'm just going to throw every bad food out of my house. I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to go to sleep and sleep eight to nine hours every night. I'm going to have a half hour morning routine. I'm going to have a half hour evening routine. I'm going to make sure all my makeup's taken off at the end of the night. I'm going to get that gallon of water drink in and then making sure that I'm eating a green vegetable. Holy Christ. Holy Christ. No wonder within three to five days, maybe three to five months, all of that goes to the wayside. That was exhausting for me just to rattle off, but I'm definitely the first person that is so all or nothing, that is so black or white, that it's like, well, if I'm making these life changes, bam, I'm doing it right here. Today is the first day of the entire rest of my life and I'm never going back again. We're just setting ourselves up to fail. We are. Maybe you even have quote unquote failed at the things that you set out to change and be different in 2020. 
I'm notorious for this with several things, with several, several things. Yoga has been one thing that I've talked about that's ebbed and flowed in and out of my life. I'm not great with a morning routine. I'm not great with an evening routine. I'm not great about blah, blah, blah. I can list a zillion things. But that's because I always, always step into it as it has to be all or nothing. If I'm going to do yoga, you bet it. I'm going to be there six days a week. I'm going to practice for an hour. I'm going to practice at home. But I never do because as soon as that doesn't happen, because that's not where I'm at right now in my life, then it's just too easy to push it off to the wayside. And the other thing that we're going to talk about too, not only is playing small, but then how do we plan for this? How do we actually do a blueprint to set yourself up to succeed in the things that you are wanting to shift and change and grow into? Taking a look again, what is something that you're wanting to change around? I don't care what it is, but really just think about it. And maybe you can do this while you're here. Maybe it's good to, when you get home, jot this down, get a journal, get a page out, jot in your journal. I'd say probably do that, but that's because I'm a journal fiend. You do what you need to do, girl. So what are you wanting to shift and change? Be big. It can be monumental. I don't care what it is. Let's say that you want to consistently work out. You want to get a workout program done. You want to start lifting weights. You want to implement this into your whole life. Okay, great. Now we know the big picture. Now we know what you're working towards. So now we need to dissect it because we do not go from point A to point Z overnight. Doesn't work that way. There's a whole lot of shit in between there. And we need to create it. We need to work towards it. So if you're saying, I want to start working out consistently, cool. Truly, what does that look like for your life? When you look at your schedule, when you look at your life, not what you think you should do, not what somebody's telling you, not what plan you have in front of you, but where does that fit into your life? Maybe three days fits into your life really well. You can truly look at your schedule and say, okay, I need to make myself a priority. There's part of this too. I need to weed out my shit. I need to schedule three 30-minute workouts each week for myself. And that needs to be a non-negotiable for me. That needs to be something I'm really holding firm in if I really want it. If I want it, not because I think somebody else should, not because I'm hating myself and I need to shift and change, but I really want this because it's going to make me feel good. It makes my body feel strong. It helps my mental health. It is a moment of clarity. It is 30 minutes of me time throughout the day. Okay, so we have a non-negotiable. We are going to scale that back even further if you're starting out. Maybe 30 minutes is too much. Maybe it's 10 minutes of mindful movement every day. That can be going for a walk at lunch. That can be stretching before you go to bed. That can be doing a workout at the gym. But if we scale it back and we break it into minute little digestible pieces, we are telling our brain, we are rewiring that, hey, I'm doing the thing that I said I'm going to do. Not, I told you, we always say this, come January, we're always going to work out and here we are, you miss the day again. Big surprise because you're a failure and you're a suck at life and I know this routine way too well. 
Who's motivated by that? I'm not. I'm not motivated by constantly hearing that I suck at something. That's not really what I want to submit myself to. So start small. Healthy eating is a big, and I hate when I say that, even slip. See, I catch myself too. But changing the way that you eat to maybe more nourishing or nutrient-dense foods is overwhelming. Saying, I'm going to cut out wheat, I'm going to cut out dairy, I'm going to cut out gluten, I'm going to cut out sugar, I'm going to do this. Okay, can we add one green vegetable to every meal of the day? Maybe that's too much. Can we add one green vegetable into two meals of the day? Great. Is that acceptable? Good. Then anything you do above and beyond that, that's bonus points. That's you saying like, hey, not only did I do the goal that I set out for myself, I went above and beyond. Props to you. What a positive motivator that is for your brain. What a cycle we want to set up for. So then when you're having a hard day, And you're deciding it's not that negative chatter that we hear first, it's that positive. Remember, yesterday was a little struggle, but guess what, girl? You did it. You crushed it. You had your green vegetables at two meals out of the day. I know I can get it in today, even if it's a snack, even if it's three pieces of celery. There you go. Check mark. Congrats to you for doing what you said you were going to do. Can you see the difference? Can you feel the difference in how that sounds, how that feels? Play smaller when it comes to your goals. Dream big. Dream huge and don't stop. But play small with your goals. At first. At first. And then we gain that momentum. And then it's easier. Hey, it is in my routine now to go to the gym three days a week. I'm going to bump that up to four. Because that seems doable. Because that feels comfortable for me. Because it makes me feel good. And remembering if it's, we're not black and white. We live in the gray. So if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That doesn't mean that we have to toss it to the side. Because then it really doesn't happen. We just start the next day. We have a clean slate all the time. And if you want it long term... We have to ride out those bumps in the road that are going to come. We have to learn to accept that and to show yourself that same grace and compassion that you give to everyone else. You have to learn to self-reflect that back on yourself. So now that we have our big goal, we've broken it down into smaller, tangible, bite-sized pieces. Now I want you to actually celebrate the wins that you have. Don't dismiss it. Don't say, yeah, I did come three days a week, but I mean, I could have maybe come four to the gym. Why? Why are you giving that negative energy airtime? Why are you choosing those words instead of, guess what? I did three times this week. I moved three times this week. That was so much more than I have done in the past. Awesome. And it felt good. Why? Don't choose those negative words. Don't speak that negativity over yourself. That is the challenge that we all face. That is the work that we are all doing here with the Fit and Fierce community, with my Fit and Fierce coaches, with my mindset and muscle coaches. Can we just identify where that negative is coming from? Can we identify when it's happening? And can we shift it around a little bit? Can we reframe it? And reframing is going to be another episode that I totally do solely on its own because I can jam on this forever and reframing 
is actually one of my 2020 intentions. So we're going to talk all about that coming up in the next couple of weeks here. But really start to think about and remembering then, how can we celebrate that? How can you give yourself a pat on the back so you're giving yourself that reward system? And if it's hard, if you're struggling, remember how you wanted to feel. Our emotions are king. And if we can attach how we want to feel to a goal, when we can attach those emotions to a goal and coming back to that time and time again, we're so much more apt to continue to do that. I want to feel good. So I'm going to do what makes my mind, body, spirit, whatever, finances feel good. I'm going to set myself up for that. Some ways to then actually implement this. And this is kind of the logistics of it. I'm going to share some things that I do. I'm going to share some things that some of my one-on-one clients do. And I'm going to share some things that I've heard other inspiring ladies in my life do that has worked for them. And then you can pick and choose. You can do some trial and error. The first thing, and I mentioned this earlier, is, all right, we dreamed big. We have our large goal in front. We broke it down into those digestible pieces. We're celebrating it. We're coming back to how we want to feel. Are we actually planning for it? Are we truly giving ourselves what we need ahead of time to be successful in that space? Because I guarantee that if you do not plan for something, especially when it's new, especially when you're trying to add in something to your life or make some swaps or some changes, if we don't have a plan, it just doesn't work. We talk so much about that um, with my one-on-one clients when we're talking about food choices. Yeah, if you have your fridge stocked with foods that are either made up ahead of time or easy to go grab nutrient-dense options, it's so much easier to grab that. But if you don't, what is our default? I'm hungry. I'm hangry. Let's be honest. If you're anything like me, I'm spiraling. I need to grab whatever I can grab. Well, maybe that's not the option that I want to align with. Maybe that's not the option that makes me feel great. But if I planned for that, I'm not in those circumstances. Same thing will come back to, let's say you're your goal or your intention is to get to the gym. Are you actually carving out time in your schedule for that legitimately? And is it a time that works for you? Not a time where you know, hey, I'm going to go to the gym at 4.45 in the morning. Cool. Or do you, do you actually, can you get up in the morning? Or are you going to hit your snooze 10 times and then ignore it and then not and then don't? And then again, we're in that spiral of you failed. So be realistic, be mindful of what is honestly appropriate for you. A big way that I do scheduling is with time blocking. I don't know much on the podcast if I've talked about time blocking. If not, you guys let me know. And again, we can dive into this in a whole solid different episode. But time blocking is one of the very first things that I encourage all the ladies that I work with to do in some capacity. Again, finding a way that works for them. But time blocking is at the beginning of the week or on Sundays, I will sit down and I will write out all of the things that I need to get done throughout the week. And that also includes shopping for groceries. That includes making up my salary juice. That includes going to the gym. That includes going to yoga. That includes all of the things that I want to be doing in my week, not only just what I need to do. And I really look down and I write down, hour by hour or 
however long of a chunk that is going to take me, what I need to get done. And I come back and I reference my time block every single day. The planner that I got this year is really nice. It's still compact, but it has my day broken up by hour. So I can jot that in there. I've done Google spreadsheets with that. I've done a Google calendar with that. I've played around with different ways that kind of work really well for me. Um, and so my coming back to that, are you, do you look at your schedule? Where does 30 minutes of gym time or workout time or mindful movement time fit in realistically to your day? couple things that I am working towards in 2020. I mentioned the reframing, which we'll talk about soon. I also, two new things that I'm adding into my time block is I shared this story with my ladies the other day. Um, I have had on, and actually on the podcast too, I have had on my New Year's resolution list for at least 10 years that I want to do handstands in yoga. But I don't ever actually set myself up to do anything about them. Again, I just feel that my feet in December are magically going to levitate over my head and I'm going to be able to do this amazing handstand. It doesn't work that way because I wasn't actually planning to do anything about it. So this year, I knew that this was really, truly something I wanted to commit to. So I know that I need to go to yoga then or practice yoga in whatever way. I do a lot better if I go to a class, but I can practice it at home. So I knew that I want to practice yoga four days a week. So in my time block each week, there are the classes that I can go to. And if I can't get to four classes a week, I blocked off 10 minutes. That is it. 10 minutes at home where I can practice some kind of a flow. That's all. That's all I needed to do. But I gave myself the tools to be successful because I have it scheduled in. We tend to be really good with schedule. We tend to be those creatures of habit. So don't just say like, oh yeah, I have that scheduled in that sometime today I'm going to do 10 minutes. When? I challenge my ladies when we're working, when we're in our calls and they say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Okay, when? I'm going to meal prep. Oh, great. When are you going to go grocery shopping? Not just when are you going to meal prep, When are you going to think about what you're going to buy at the grocery store? Then when are you going to go to the grocery store? Then when are you going to make the food? Then how are you going to implement it throughout your week? See, we're breaking it down into smaller steps. Keep diving down into the smallest step, the most digestible piece. Because if we don't plan, it's not going to work. Great. You want a meal prep on Sunday or on Saturday? Are you going to the store? On Friday, did you look over a menu that you want to eat throughout the week? You better do that or it's not going to be successful. It might be for a while, but in the long term, it surely is not. Another thing that I really wanted to implement into my 2020 was I'm great about journaling, but I'm not always great about when I'm busy, it kind of gets thrown to the wayside and I I feel better and there's a lot that I want to expand and it's a lot of self-reflection time for me and self-growth time for me. So at the end of the night, instead of finishing my dinner, wrapping up for my night, especially when I come home from work, um, I blocked off 25 minutes where I'm not putting on a YouTube video. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not scrolling aimlessly on my phone. It's 25 minutes of going through all the email courses that I've signed up for, which 
or a a bazillion of them, (laughs) all the self-growth things, all the journal prompts, everything. And I'm cleaning out my email box and tactfully then doing those journal prompts, then reflecting on the course and journaling about them. So I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. I like to just clean out that inbox, but I want to get the value and I want time to absorb it instead of just quickly looking through everything and then not absorbing any of it and then moving on. No, let's give myself 25 minutes a day. And if it takes me all year to get through all of the email courses and all of the journal prompts, fine. It takes me a year, but I'm doing something for myself at the end of the day that makes me feel really good. That makes me feel really positive. That's a great self-reflection for me at the end of the evening. But if I don't schedule it, I'm not going to do it. I'm making sure that that is something that is part of my day. That is then part of my routine. Then I maybe don't have to be quite as firm in the schedule. It becomes part of what I do. So instead of changing all of the things all at once, I'm just looking at a couple things that I can tackle and that I can master. And again, the more those become routine, then I can add something. A couple ways that some of my one-on-one clients really like to do this and um, some of the ladies that I really love are with habit trackers. There are some apps free apps, of course, I don't pay for apps, that you can download and say what you're the habit that you want to do throughout the day. So for me, that would be yoga four times a week. And then I can mark when I do that. And it's a little bit of a reward system. And for people who work really well on that reward system, that's great. If that's not for you, please don't do it. (laughs) Please don't do it. That will just set you up to drive yourself crazy. But then celebrating, hey, if I get this many tracks throughout the week or the month or whatever time frame, then I'm going to do something celebratory to myself. I'm going to celebrate that. And if not, then guess what? Then we just start fresh again. No big deal. It's a nice way to kind of give yourself that accountability if that is something that you struggle with and the things that you really truly deem are non-negotiables. So there's some really great apps. Again, you can just go on the app store and find out some good habit tractors. I think productivity is the one that um, one of my clients in particular really, really thrives off of and really, really enjoys. So I hope this helps. I hope this gives you a newfound look at how can you play small? How can you dream big? But how can you break all of that down so you're working in your favor, so you're not giving yourself the excuse or the reason of why you failed one more freaking time again? Let's start to shift that. Let's start to change that throughout the new year. Let's make ourselves better instead of trying to say, oh, all of this about me is crap. I better just throw it all in. I got to change it all. Let's just change a couple things. Let's see how you feel. And if that shifts and changed throughout the great the year, great. Cool. Then we shifted and changed. We're ever growing. We're always changing. We're never stagnant. Remembering that too. So dream big. Play small. Put those goals into bite-sized ways that you can manage them realistically throughout your day or your week. Celebrate them. If you're struggling, reminding yourself how you want to feel. And then give yourself a plan, time block, use those habit trackers, do whatever feels best for you, but making it work for you and giving yourself a path, a blueprint that you can fall back to. So we don't scramble at the end of the week and say, well, I never did any of that crap. Don't do that to yourself. 
We're too good at that. We're way too good at that. I hope this helped. Always, always let me know. Let me know your feedback. I love to hear from you guys. Hit me up on Instagram. Share this if it is something that you're going to start to play a little bit smaller with. Take a little screenshot, shout it out, share it with somebody who needs to listen and to hear this. Sending you all the light, all the love, and diving into the rest of this wild 2020 that's ahead of us. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.